Hey folks, it's Kevin from Bangers and Mass Chat. Uh, hoping you're all okay. This episode is a little bit different because we had a friend round, a special guest, and we recorded the whole thing in one go and left an awful lot of it in um, because some of it was funny and some of it was really hard to edit. Um, so yeah, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. The intro is hilarious, that's why we left it in. Hi guys! No. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, hi! Hi! But maybe hi you could do like loads of all like edit all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I'm gonna start now. Psych! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be here a while, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> okay, give it a two second. <laughs> That's how you go it. Give it a two second break before you do it. the giggles now. Two. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bangers and Mash Chat. And that's not us. That's Haley. Hi. Hi. I'm the star, and this is a little bit unconventional. This episode because it's unscripted. It's, well, it's, <laughs> it's, is it ever epi- scripted? Our episodes are never scripted. No. Oh, how no. dare you it's, suggest that it's planned? Our, it's our first <laughs> one for a little while, and it yeah, is. we have and a special we have guest. Hayley. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think a lot of you will know Haley. She was at our wedding. She works with me at TFL, um, and she was one of my bridesmaids. So most of you will probably know who she is, but she stayed for the weekend, and we have cracked open the wine, and we are now podcasting are. with our first guest ever. Giving so it's it lovely to have you. We're welcome. <laughs> we're not, <laughs> no, we're not, not yet. yet. Um, Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Very welcome. It's so lovely to have you. Um, but yeah, hi everyone. Sorry, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. Um, thank you for the messages um, of people asking where the next episode is again. Um, and yeah, we've got a few things to update people on, and then we're just going to chat rubbish, which is what we've been doing most of the day anyway. Our yeah. speciality. Yes, yeah, pretty exactly. much. I mean, it's something we do very naturally, isn't it? So. Mm. So what have you been up to since last? When was last podcast? Oh, what, were we, what were we talking about last time? Last pod was. <clears throat> Let me have a look. Hold, please, call it. Chat among yourselves. And when I say chat among yourselves, I mean you two. All I've been doing since your last podcast was listening to your podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we like. That is what we like. Thank you, avid listener. <laughs> we have, it's nice to know we have one. Oh, That's we know good. we've got more than one, don't No, I told my mum as well, so you may have oh. <laughs> so, so you may have two. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Right, hang on. My phone's not playing ball. Your library podcast and show. Ball. You can't say Oh, so our last episode was on the 10th of March. Oh, it's the one you downloaded in our hotel room in Berlin. Ah, okay, yes. Yeah, so it's the one we hurriedly put together because we haven't done one for ages and now it's a month later and we still haven't done one for ages. We need to get into this a bit more. Yeah, we do. Um, So yeah, so since Berlin, a lot's been going on. Um, It's been a whole month. So I did my um, day in St. George's helping the nurses with their exams, doctors with their exams. It was their final year. Um, I was part of a team who, a load of people who we just had to kind of lie on a bed and they had to practice abdominal exams and they had to try and guess why we had stoma bags and it ranged from the first guy who may as well have been reading my medical notes, he was that good, he literally told me everything that had happened, to the last lady (laughs) who thought I'd 
got You'd had a heart from attack. a heart attack. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. And it was really bad because when she said it, she went, oh, it could be down to a potential MI, like a myocardial infarction. And the examiner, out of total shock, just went, an MI with that face? And if that had been me taking that exam, I'd have been like, oh, I've really brought this up. Um, but yeah, I got prodded and poked and was in a little bit of pain afterwards, but it was worth it. But it didn't, was really didn't that same doctor double down and actually say what yes. it meant? She went, yes, a heart attack. Like the examiner <laughs> didn't know what an MI was and she just went, <laughs> okay, and carried on writing. But she was so nervous. And I had some of them who were like taking my pulse too far up my arm and it was just, it was, it was, I yeah. you were going to say arse then. No, <laughs> ooh, that would have been difficult to, <laughs> difficult to do. Um, yes. yeah. yeah, good luck with that. Tumbleweed moment. Yeah, don't, don't be doing And you've been invited going. back to do more? Yes, she asked me to go back, we'll ask all of us to go back because it's a good way for them to practice because during COVID they were practicing on actors, they had actors come in. Um, and so it's good to have actual patients. So that was fun. Famous um, actors. No, I reckon it's just a Z list of bit parts. You know, people who didn't get into Hollyoaks. Oh, right. <laughs> Can you come well, and lie on a bed and just a, pretend you've got some? That's a pretty, bit pretty low bar. Scraping the barrel. You don't get into Hollyoaks. They must be lower. They are actors, aren't they? The people that lay in the beds around the actor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Extras. But a lot, a lot of people have started out as extras, like in casualty. And yeah, all being bit in parts beds in, yeah, yeah. And like Jodie Comer, some... I think, was a... Yeah, she was in an episode of Casualty, yeah. back when she was about seven. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, otherwise we've had Easter with the kids. We had the kids for a week. That was good. We? we had an Easter egg, Easter egg hunt. We did, and we good. did lots of days out. Yep. Um, so that was good. Um, and, yeah, it's just been kind of life as normal. Work's busy because of, obviously, Eulers, because everyone loves Eulers. Um, and speaking of work, well, someone got a new job, didn't they? I Hayley did. abandoned ship. I did, and now I work in policing, so that's very interesting. That's, that's awesome. so cool, right? Yeah, that's and they so had to jealous. do a whole background check on me, so the only thing I have is parking tickets, thank God. Well, not thank God, because <laughs> it's like paying another direct debit every month, but um, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying it. That's yeah, really cool. I love that you've escaped and are doing something that you love, actually. Guys, it's really I nice. feel like this is a weird thing to say, but I like my job. I do. <laughs> yeah. Because how, how, what the, what's the percentage they say you're at work? Do you know what it's, it is? It's like eight hours a day, so it's the third of July. It's so yes, crazy, isn't it? Yeah. You think that you spend that much of your life it. at work. You've got to get some job satisfaction out of it. Yeah, and what, right. speaking of which, what? updates on your job? What yeah. have you done? You've um, done... So I did a seminar at a trade show, which was very cool, to about 20 people. Um, talking about... In place um, of who? In place of my, uh, my boss, my MD, mm. who asked me to fill in for him last minute. Uh, and now I've got one booked for May and one booked for June. Amazing. So, yeah. And you were so nervous and you did so well. I was nervous right up until three minutes before I started t- talking. And I was like, I've got this. Yeah. I'm fine. In the zone. But yeah. you know your stuff and you really love what you do, which I think really helps. It was a really good session, really good Q&A. We got, and we got a sale out of it yeah. as well, oh, nice. which was amazing. Um, so that was really, really cool. Um, just going back to the Easter thing, for the Northampton people, there's a place called Wilton Mill. Yeah. Um, it's near towards Daventry and it's a go-kart track and outdoor quad biking place. And it's and got a little buggies for the smaller kids, so it's not all go-karting. Yeah, it's not like adult little... stuff, it's all it's kids <coughs> stuff as well. Ones, yeah. And the kids had a ball, so that, yeah, they loved thoroughly it. recommend that for anyone who wants to go and check that out. Yeah, 100%. Um, and what else? You've been doing your course? Oh, news on your course. Yeah, so I've, this week? I've submitted module one, so I had to write a four and a half thousand word essay on HR-based kind of stuff, and 
just in draft, I've got 95%. Wow. All you have to do is reference. Well, give I us need, a cow. I need give to... Us yeah. <laughs> give us a cow. So I need to just do a bit of referencing. Make sure each question... But for some you have done... Yeah, I haven't written an essay since GCSE. I was 15. Yeah. So... 95? So, wow. Yeah, on his first draft. Pat on the back. Yeah. I mean, it was impressive. I read it and did the proofread for him and it was... I learned a lot. But it was... You were really nervous because you hadn't done any kind of education since 15, 16. Yeah. And didn't think you knew what you were doing. And then that. Yep, next module starts Monday. I'm not sure what it's on, can't remember. But doesn't it give you more confidence now going into the next module? Because you were really like, oh, I'll I approach don't know this how one, this is going to go. I'll approach this one entirely differently because I didn't do any writing for module one until we'd finished all of the sessions. Mm. I think this time I'm going to be yeah. writing better notes that will become the basis of, yeah. of the... Um, of the essay next time yeah. so yeah i really enjoyed it, it i love good. that you're liking it's really, it it's really good yeah and he also dropped into one of my step family coaching sessions this week and he met the lovely brooke who does my step family coaching um which was lovely because she hears a lot about him yeah. and he hears a lot about her um and she's, she's been helping me through yeah for the last sort of few months and she's she's just incredible she's lovely so you she finally got to meet you and give you advice in being the dad in a situation that's really difficult as well so it's like not difficult as in the situation is difficult but as in you know in the middle of kids ex current um and just said you were doing everything right and we had a really good yeah. relationship which was communication was what you need and we've got it so we're, we're fine yeah but we're pretty good on the communication front yeah. i would say it was nice that was really it good. was really nice for you to meet her super brown super. <laughs> <laughs> and yep. in sad news um oh, yeah. my i'm gonna say real dad because most dad. biological dad um passed away so he'd gone into hospital having had a stroke and then a week later, he was looking like he was on the mend, um, but had a cardiac arrest and essentially checked out. And that mm. was that. Was that. So I'm, I'm grateful that uh, I reconnected with him sort of six, eight months ago. And we made our peace and we um, kind of forgave each other, told each other we loved each other back then. Um, and actually, that was the last thing I said to him when I went to visit him was that I loved him. And he was going to be okay. And he recognised you, didn't he? Yeah. Which was really nice, even though... Because his stroke had meant that even though he was regaining strength, he couldn't talk, could he? So he, he no, knew what he speech, wanted to say, yeah. but he, he was getting He was getting super frustrated that he couldn't actually say yeah. what he wanted to say. But he, he, made a, he made the right noises that I managed to guess what it was he was saying. So I said back... So he was saying, look after yourself. Yeah. So when I said that back to him, he went, yes... You didn't say yes. You made a positive noise. But he nodded his head, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I told him I loved him, and he looked like he was going to cry. It's heartbreaking, honestly. He made that noise, that horrible guttural noise when someone is about to cry, and I was just like, I was holding his hand at the time, and I was like, I need to leave. It was yeah. So it's funeral. Funeral this week on Wednesday down in Pool. Hopefully, some of his Pool and Bournemouth friends will be there. Ellie and I will be there, and some of his distant family um, on his side will be there we'll who I haven't met before we will say goodbye to him in style. yeah exactly so that's on Wednesday but yeah that was a pretty pretty sad episode but it threw um, up a lot of stuff for you didn't it Maybe yeah when my uncle died and my grandpa died I was pretty prepared not prepared for it but I was pretty pragmatic and practical about it and I thought I would be exactly the same with this but because of the memories and the emotions that it sort of stirred up it made it a very different process and i suppose for the first time i've experienced whatever grief 
is. Whereas I didn't really for my uncle and my gramp because mm. I just cracked on with the admin side of it yeah. and <laughs> making sure everyone else was okay, which is my sort of MO really, is making sure everyone else is okay. Um, but yeah, this one knocked me a bit. But um, even though he, you weren't close, he's your dad. And it's like, yeah. I think you had a lot of conflicting guilt over, I should be really upset, but I'm not, why am I not? And it was that kind of battle in yourself, wasn't it? But yeah. then also actually feeling sad. Yes. So it's like... And you, yeah. not knowing really why, because I've got a different... Yeah, you know, he was a rogue. He was he was as much good as he was bad. That's you know that's that's probably fair to say. Mm. Um, but you know a lot of the memories I have of when I knew him, like pre twenty years old, was apart from the divorce, pretty good. Yeah, you know, there was some really good I'm stuff glad in you there. The good stuff. It was you know we had some laughs and. Taught you to drive a lorry. Oh, yeah, 10, the first first thing I ever drove was a lorry. When you were ten. When I was ten, I was really bloody good at it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's something that's happened. And other bits that are slightly less interesting. We've done some DIY on the house, painted some walls, laid. Oh, Kevin laid the floor in our bedroom. Yeah. Everyone knows about Cat Week Gate. Finally got our floor down, so we've got a hard like laminate flooring in our bedroom now, and it's so nice because it feels like it's completed, which is. Fab. And we've had we've done some painting. We've got the toilet flush downstairs finally fixed. We'll put another cat flap in. Put another cat flap in the inner utility door so we can close the door when the washing machine's on. Like that cat, it just his house. We pay the mortgage, hundred percent. Basically. Um. But yeah. So we've done, and then now we're sort of getting into the preparing the garden for summer situation, aren't we, Kevin? Yes. Kevin I bought myself a jet toy. Um, <laughs> yeah. Whoever's got a carcher washer will know how. Yeah. Cool it is. And Haley and I literally spent a good twenty minutes just watching you do it. It was like it's like Was it as satisfying? Yeah, satisfying. Yeah. Haley's like, I, we, we're I still here my twenty minutes away. later. <laughs> it's like you just see the little clean lines sweeping across and she's like, Ooh, Ellie this was is quite speaking. Yeah, but I was not listening. No. <laughs> That's no different to normal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, okay. it was uh yeah, it was it was good. It's your little toy, isn't it? You take yeah. a car with it as well. So. Pretty cool thing. Preparing the outside space for hopefully what will be not too hot a summer. Um hopefully we get one. I think we will. I think apparently they said that last year is gonna be the new norm. We're gonna get like heat waves like that every year just because of environmental change and global, that kind of thing. Glo- global warming. It was too hot last year though. That heat wave six change. days. Oh, oh the forty odd days. Dying. Yeah. It was horrendous. They were hard. We were putting the blinds down and closing the curtains, getting up at 6am to put all the blinds down and close all the curtains to try and keep the house under 34. And then you bought an AC. Well, I, yeah, I borrowed work. an AC Honestly, from Honestly, I just stood work. basically naked in front of it for about half an hour. I was like, I'm not moving. It's pretty epic. But it costs a fortune to run. But I'm almost tempted to just get aircon installed in the living room in our bedroom Ooh, for like night time it's, yeah. it's one-off expense but then at night time you can whack it on in both rooms it kind of cools the house down it means we can sleep and then you turn it off during the day yeah it's not a bad idea and it's an outlay but i think it's worth it if we're going to have summers that are if it's going to continue yeah, yeah i think it's probably Be worth ahead it for two curve. rooms good idea so i heard something on the radio this week about flushing toilets and whether you should be flushing toilets after every wee because it's a massive waste of water how do we feel about that hygiene wise flush every time really absolutely with you 100 percent okay must be a man thing do you know what it's not for, for me i understand the water saving thing the problem is 
is if you're a grown up it's one thing but we're trying to teach the kids to flush because yes. they don't if we're going oh it's saving water we're not teaching them that habit mm -hmm. and so now we're having to teach them at 7 and 12 to flush toilets because they don't do it but it uses eight I don't care eight litres six to eight litres of I would rather, clean fresh drinking water but I would rather pay that time. now and have them flush toilets okay and go to their mates' houses and then the parents be like, oh, don't want them back again. They left poos in our toilet. No. And it's hygienic. I don't want to go and use a toilet that's got someone else's wee in it. I would flush it and then I wouldn't use it. Yeah, be. but <laughs> I don't want to get flushed in. I don't, but right, yeah. then you're flushing twice anyway. No, I think flush every... I think the amount, really, compared to the hygienic benefits, no. I'm... I'm when It's other things. If they were saving water in other areas, I'm all for it. But when it comes to hygiene, men, I'm a hard no. They don't... There's not like women, is it? They can splash it and it can go everywhere. And... Exactly. No. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I see the benefit. I do understand what you're saying. And I think if you're grown-ups and it's just a couple of grown-ups living in a house, then maybe you can do that between yourselves because you know that you would go somewhere else and flush. But when you're trying to teach kids, I don't think that's helpful. And also, I think the benefits outweigh, don't mm -hmm. outweigh, sorry, of not having them flush or not having people flush. Okay. So something else that came up during that discussion was about people installing systems in their house, in their houses that recover grey water, in inverted commas. Grey so grey water, things like discharge, stuff? discharge. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> so yeah dis discharge from your bath from Bomb. your dishwasher um rainwater that sort of stuff so, to use as flushing the toilet so dirty water well from your... yeah gray water so from water that's been through a wash dishwasher stuff yeah so dirty dishwater to that's flush worse. toilets but it's that's not, worse than human but it's not polluted because, is it it's just gray water but you're flushing dirty water through a toilet it's now you have the added unsanitariness of the food yeah rotting food obviously as well sometimes if and, it's all, been yeah, and also the filth from a from bath. a bath yeah absolutely not oh, people pee in baths you're basically but washing urine with urine people are having systems put in their houses do you know what well recovering. done you anyone who's doing that well done you're not up for that no a hundred percent not no that's okay. rank Fair that's enough. that's like would you wash your hair with reused water no no, no that's not what they're saying it's just for flushing toilets that's a hard part. Still pass. no. Can you imagine the smell? Can you imagine the smell if you flush it with dirty water? On top of what's already in the top? No. Well, then what would you do? Put bleach down it? But let us know what you think. Yeah. Do you guys do a grey water flush system? I'm not sure. Oh no, I, I can't. It was just something that was on Maybe Jer I'm over-hygiene conscious. I don't know, maybe I'm OCD, a little bit kind of OCD-esque on it. I don't have OCD, I'm not meaning for anyone who has OCD to diminish that. Um, but as in, maybe I'm a bit too... Vigilant. Yeah, maybe I'm a bit over-obsessive about hygiene, but I... This is the girl who picks grains of sand from between her toes before coming into the house. I mean, maybe my opinion is a little bit OTT, but... I... No. No. Hygiene... No. Hygiene, I can't. I can't. Fair enough. Could be a money... It's a good topic, though. I quite like that. Could be a money-saving thing, though. It... I totally get the financial benefits. Don't get me wrong. I fully appreciate that. If it was just you and me... Mm -hmm. I'd be happy for toilets to go unflushed a little bit more often because it's just us. Okay, right. So third and final thing we're going to talk about on this subject. Because again, I'm just quoting stuff from Jeremy Vine, really. But oh, was it on Jeremy Vine? It was on Jeremy Vine, oh, okay. yeah. So, so the next thing was, for people who are like overly wasteful of water, uh -huh. if you lived in a house like this, for example, um, that's very Lloyd Grossman, 
then <laughs> who lives in a who house? Who lives then? in a house like this? Um, so if you had a two-tier system for how much water cost, so there's like a baseline level. What is it what you should be using for a house of two yes. or four people? <clears throat> right. But if you go over that, then you pay a premium for that extra water Happy and penalise the people who use water excessively. Happy to do that. Happy to pay it. Yeah? Happy to pay it. If I, It would make me use water more thoughtfully, I think. Mm-hmm. And I would be happy to pay if I went over and I was being an idiot and using it unnecessarily. Okay. But I think it would rein me in. But do you I know, think the expense would rein me in. How much do you think a, an adult uses every day, water-wise, for all of your water needs? Are you so talking about if you drinking, shower? Drinking, showering. I don't shower every day. Um, she says on hygiene front, I don't shower every day. <laughs> I do if I'm sweaty and if it's hot weather, blah, blah, blah. But as a general rule, actually, doctors say you shouldn't but on shower on average, what does, the, what does an adult use every day? In litres. In litres. Guess. 40. Good start. Showering, drinking, washing up, 90. Somewhere in the middle, so it's about 70. Mm. Yeah, it's about 70 litres oh, a day. Oh, because the dishwasher, the washing machine. Yeah, all the things course, you would yeah. use, yeah, exactly. Making that. cups of tea. Teas, a ten of them a day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watering the garden. Thing is, when we have <clears throat> when we have hosepipe bands, we do not use our hosepipe. No, of and, course. Like, we had one, I think the first year we moved in here, and there were certain people on this estate still getting the sprinklers out. And I was like, that's a bit rubbish. So, so we, d- we don't do... Yeah, use toilet water on your grass. No grass within two days. <laughs> no, that'd be all right. No, because you'd have all the urine and stuff which kills grass. That's why people don't like dogs weeing on their on their grass. <laughs> the patches of grass out the front. Exactly, because but, dogs wee on our grass. But they're really good. They're the most green bits of grass we've got. Tufty. Yeah. <laughs> That's Speaking good. of juicy. Oh, little boy. He's got hyperthyroidism, hasn't he? We took him to the vet finally. Because yes. he was eating 10 pouches of food a day. And despite eating 10 pouches of food so much money. a day, he had lost 0.2 of a kilo. Yeah, he lost weight. Since last time he was there. So, yeah, he's not a well boy. No, so we're on tablets, which we started five days ago. So we're hoping to see a change soon. We're lucky that he's pretty good at taking tablets. Just wrap it in ham. Yeah. Pretty much like me. Job done. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so hopefully he'll be okay soon. But he's um, just ravenous. Like, he broke in, he broke onto the worktop the other day to eat Victoria sponge cake, ate a slice and a half, and stole a crumpet from he me. He stole a crumpet. An yeah. uncooked crumpet waiting to be put in the toaster. He stole it, ran to the cat flap, and he'd already pulled it apart. Quick thing. Is it an old wives' tale or a myth that an uncooked crumpet is dangerous for you? It's a myth. You can eat raw crumpets. Okay. You absolutely can eat raw when crumpets. When I was a kid, I was convinced... I've heard that wives' tale. That... It's not true. An untoasted crumpet would make you poorly. Nope. It might make Juicy tummy. poorly. I hope it does. I'll stop him doing it again. But he went after the tiger breast day as well, didn't he? Yes, right. he did. Yeah. No, it's a myth. All right, fine. Good. Yeah. What I'd like to perhaps talk about is this afternoon we watched the Lewis Capaldi oh, documentary yeah. on Netflix. On Haley's recommendation. On Haley's recommendation. We watched it all together. Um, my overriding... Um, thoughts and feelings of it was that it was an incredibly important documentary for people to watch and understand how mental health affects people in totally different ways mm-hmm. and I loved how open and honest he was but yeah what were your what were your takeaways mm. I don't know I it was it was almost it was relatable in so far that he has mental health problems mm-hmm. or issues or that everybody needs the help occasionally but to an extent where he's 
a, a phenomenon, isn't he? He's a national superstar. Yeah. International superstar. So that was the unrelatable aspect of it. Yeah. I think I like that he was speaking up and he was a man. That's true. That's a very good point, actually. Um, he he was was he eventually diagnosed with Tourette's? So I don't want to. No yeah, spoiler, no, spoiler no, alert. Spoiler alert. That would have been in the news anyway. So yeah. And he had this shoulder tick that I've never seen in that form of anxiety before. Mm. But it was it was powerful how he he managed it and he came through the other side and then he sold out the O2. So yeah, <laughs> I know. You're gonna beat it, beat it like Lewis Capaldi. I just love that his management team saw his his parents and his management team saw how it was affecting him and told him to stop. They were like, stop recording the album, stop going on tour, stop the pressure, we're going to take time off and sort your mental health out. And there was no pressure then for him to carry on from his record label or anyone else. And they sorted him out and he got diagnosed with Tourette's and then he got taught how to manage it. And then he, like you say, he went on to play the O2 after three years of not playing any venues. And he smashed it. And it was just, I think, like you mentioned, the male mental health aspect, because every time, for me, I think the overriding mental health trauma that you see in the news tends to be women, and it tends to be young women. And it feels sometimes like people think it's dramatised when it's not. And I think it was really nice to highlight men's mental health, for him to be so honest about it, being as famous as he is. I think that's that's the element that was also really interesting, is that you know famous people get... Yeah. Get down to, you know. Well, look at Robin Williams. Yep. What was it? He was like, people just assume that because you, you've got money, you're happy. And he's like, no, the people who are most miserable try to make people happy because that's how they want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And that's whether you're a celebrity or exactly. a normal. And money's not going to change that. And I think how that documentary was done, it was so raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was still living, he was obviously really successful, but he was still living in the same house. Yeah. <laughs> And I think that a lot more people can relate to that rather than the rich thing. Yeah, in his childhood bedroom with his parents. That's right. yeah. And he had a little man cave in the garden. Yeah, that was the most that they spent on the house. Was... And then when they played him, he played them a new song, and they were like, "No, it's not right, good, is it? no. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the pressure that he would have felt from. I think people do feel pressure in their jobs day to day. Yeah, yeah. So there's that aspect. His job's a little bit different to most people's, but the message is the same. You need to get help. Yeah, yeah. You need to reach out. But I think the relatable thing was, like you say, about him being at home in Scotland, mm-hmm. things like that. You know, where if if he was at home surrounded by people in, I don't know, LA or something like that, I think you'd have gone, oh yeah, isn't it so sad for someone who's got the life they've got to you know, to have mental health problems and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. what have you got to moan about? What have you got to complain but actually, about? Yeah. But he but he was he's basically putting himself himself under so much pressure. Yep. Um made him poorly. Yeah. yeah, made him. Yeah, made it him. Poorly. Gave him Tourette's. That's how much stress. Because he didn't have it at the beginning, did he? And then he got it. And it's like he was so stressed and under so much pressure that he gained a mental health condition. Yeah. And that's it's sad in itself, but he's done that thing where he's had like diagnosis, knowledge, took control of it, and is now still doing what he loves doing yeah. while managing his condition, but managing it in a way that is beneficial to him and not to the people who are buying his records. But also being, being so open about it, yeah. the people around him know how to yeah. work with that. And support him. Yeah. He's got a Whereas great people who, team. people who keep it to themselves might not have the same luxury. Yeah. And he advertised a website called wannatalkaboutit.com um, so for anyone struggling mentally with anything, that's your Head website. Head over there, yeah. for sure. Because mental health is, it's everywhere. And we will get around to doing our mental health podcast because it's its definitely something that has come up in the last few weeks since Kev lost his dad. 
we've had some lows, haven't we? Yeah. So um, we were all sat around the table this morning talking about um, mental health, but also talking about drinking and alcohol and things like that. My my dad, who passed away, was alcohol dependent. You know, he was drinking a couple of litres of whiskey probably before the pubs opened mm-hmm. um, was drinking in the pub and drinking a case of beer and so on and so forth uh, and I think we've talked about it before on here that I have a very interesting relationship with alcohol um, which has been on the whole pretty pretty bad when I'm, I'm mistreating it or it's mistreating me um, and Haley asked some really good questions this morning so perhaps we should go over a couple of things that we talked about um, and why we are where we are now. So back in December um, was my Christmas party, I think around the 17th or 18th of December. And from that date, I mean, I was pretty good that, that evening. Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking fairly early. Um, I went to bed. I didn't go back to the bar or anything like that. I knew I knew where my limit was and I stuck to it. Um, but since then, I've only had one beer in Berlin, or a couple of beers in Berlin. Um, for and my birthday, for your birthday. yeah, for your birthday. Um, but even that was interesting because mm. essentially I can't stop. That's my problem with with alcohol is that I can't stop. And old Kevin would go out of his way to find the next beer. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the scary bit is that when when I did start drinking, the overriding goal was to get drunk or as drunk as possible. And there have been several instances um, in my past life and in this life with Ellie where I have drunk too much and I've acted like an idiot. And that's not a good thing. Um, so, yeah, that's, and I did it in Germany. <coughs> so we went out for Ellie's birthday. Uh, we had one drink with dinner. Mm-hmm. And then I then was looking for the next drink. Yeah, we went straight back to the hotel after dinner, didn't we? Yeah, and we both had one, and we decided to both have one. I had Coke. You had a Coke, but I had a beer, and then I had an extra voucher for another beer. So, had another beer. Um, Whereas what I should have done was just go to bed. Mm -hmm. Um, But... It's, I don't, it's, but it's, you didn't get drunk and silly. It was no, just no, no. that it was like you say. It's the ability that you you, you can't almost switch it off. Yeah. Because I think it's it's almost that you can't regulate how you drink because of the way that you always have drunk. So you can't come home and have a couple of beers to relax on a Friday night, put it down, go to bed. You will want to go on and get drunk because for you, drinking has always been the aim of drinking has been to get drunk. Yes. It's not been to enjoy the taste of a beer, enjoy the taste of a glass of wine, enjoy the taste of alcohol. Whereas I'm the other way around, I don't drink a lot, but when I do, it's because I enjoy what I'm drinking and I don't get hammered. Yeah. So you decided, didn't you, December, that's it, I'm not going to drink. Yes, I wanted a nice, not that I was never going to drink again, but I wanted a a significant period of time without alcohol to see whether I could do it, Mm. um, which I have pretty much done, Um, but also just to see whether it made, made any difference to going back to it. Mm -hmm. So Germany was an example. Uh, I didn't get super drunk. I didn't, I could have easily gone back to the shop and got a load of beers and and carried on, but I didn't. Um, And this evening we are having, we're having a test run of having (laughs) a few beers um, to see whether I can actually stick to just having a couple. We love dicks, there's nothing else in there. Yeah, you know, padding out with, with having a Coke in between and stuff like that. But, you know, alcohol has always been 
a weird thing in my life. Um, my dad, like I said, was alcohol dependent, and I, the last thing I wanted to be was him. Mm. That was a really big deal for me. I didn't have my first alcoholic drink until I was 19. Mm. Um, I had four Smirnoff. <laughs> I had four Smirnoff ice. Yeah, man. That's the, the first day. thing yeah, yeah, yeah. made me vomit. That's the first thing I bombed on and yeah. I've never drunk them since. I love Alco Pops, they're really oh, sweet too. No. WKD for me. Yeah. Oh, you love WKD? Which, <laughs> blue, the blue, blue ones. ones. Oh, iron brew ones. They're What's it ones. when you mix the blue one with something and it's like Vimto? Uh, blue one with port. Is that what it that's, is? That it's called a cheeky, like Vimto. cheeky Vimto. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, it's really nice. But yeah, so I had four, four Smirnoff Ices. I was smashed. And I fell in someone's front door. That was really funny. Yeah. When you told me about that, you so fell into really, someone's really front door. That was really, really funny. So, yeah. And I've never... But you started using it to block things out, didn't you? And that's when it got dangerous. Yeah. I mean, when I when I got divorced and stuff, it was an easy crutch mm. to go to. Um, and it was pretty then. horrible. So, so yeah. You were a classic binge drinker, weren't you? Yeah. But, but also before, when you were in a low mood, and that was the link with mental health. It's like you used to drink when you were low, yeah. and that's the worst time to drink. Yeah. Because then things spiral well, no, but, and you become a different drunk. It's, it's not as cut and dry as that because you you drink when you're angry, but also you drink when you're happy. Yeah. There's something to celebrate. There's always a reason to drink, mm-hmm. and I think I found it easier to drink than not to drink at that time. Um, and yeah, it was a pretty pretty horrible time it was like I said an easy crutch to, to take on mm. um, but hopefully I mean I'll always I will always have that at the back of my mind that I I need to get drunk or that's the that's the overriding objective is to get drunk I think when drinking this when is drinking. not just all the time no no no, no. Yeah, when, <laughs> when drinking when I wake up in the morning yeah. the overriding objective is to get drunk it is for some people it is for some people um, I know sorry I didn't but, mock that but, <laughs> but it was what you said yeah yeah but um yeah, hopefully I can well, we'll see. begin we'll to have a better time. relationship with alcohol. It's, a, it's such a complex subject, and I'm not a big drinker anyway. I could put it down. Like, I don't really care. I can have a good time without booze. I don't need to have booze to be fun. I very <laughs> regularly enjoy a tibble. <laughs> I was waiting for it to go, yes, you do anyway. Oh, well. Oh, you definitely yeah. need booze to be fun. Self-depreciation. But um, if you've got a good relationship with booze, it's fine to drink, obviously, safely or whatever, but it's so complex if you don't. And I think you've done really well. You gave up from, essentially, from the 18th of December until today, you've only had two beers. Yeah. And tonight, you've got a four-pack of Fosters, and that is all you're doing this evening. Yeah. And spacing it out, and it's like, just see how you go. But you're aware of it, and I think the awareness of how it affects you and what your relationship is with it is literally almost the whole battle. Yeah, for sure. So it's it's complex and it's difficult and it's it's also really hard when I've said this before, when you go out with a group of people and you turn down a drink, oh boring, oh, why are you drinking? Oh, oh you're dull and it's like these are grown ups we're dealing with. These are fully fledged grown ups saying things like that. When actually if somebody says they don't want to drink, just respect it and say, Sure, no worries, what soft drink do you want? Can I get you a Coke? Or don't a take zero the mic. Exactly, get get the, the zero beer options, but <clears throat> the zero percent beers, but I don't mocking somebody even if it's as a mate it's not okay because Mm -hmm. then it just that actually for someone like you would be so quick to you would just give in oh yeah I give in to peer pressure and that's the problem because it would it wouldn't take much convincing and actually you've done so well that I just you just want people to respect your decision and be like yeah sure no worries you don't need to drink yeah I will drink when I'm 
comfortable I'm drinking. Ready. And exactly. Yeah, there are certain people I would drink around, and there are certain people I wouldn't because yeah. I, you know, I need <laughs> as, as silly as it sounds. If I'm going to drink, I need protection. I mm. need for myself. Yep. You know, I need people around me I trust, and I need them to have my back. Which is why I love that on your stag do you had that. Yeah, you I had did. it in my family. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In John, you know, the people who knew what you were going through, you were drinking, but they were watching him. They were like reassuring me, and they were watching him and just making sure that he wasn't getting silly. And that's having your back in a friendly way, yeah. not being patronising yeah, 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 yeah. like. Oh, but this is what I mean. It's the dynamic is really difficult, and I know people don't mean to be horrible or put pressure on when they joke about you not drinking saying you're boring but at the same time that ha- that lands it mm-hmm. has an impact and i think people just need to be a bit careful because what's normal to somebody you could go out and drink all night on saturday night and you'd be absolutely fine because you don't have those mental health problems it's not the same for everybody no it's not and just because you can do it it doesn't mean you make them yeah and i just think be I kind. Think I... just think about what people are saying and don't pressure people to do something they've said no to i think the awareness and men speaking out about these things is far better these days oh yeah. and it is getting better and better as time goes on so men's mental health is just it's just so not as it's prevalent not as taboo. It? it's not it's as... not as taboo as it used to be but it's not as prevalent yeah. yeah and it should be talked about more because men just feel like it's their job to be strong and you know not have to worry about booze and all yeah it's just it's so silly it's macho rubbish so we usually talk about what sort of things we're watching on telly at the moment because kevin and i watch a lot of series we've recently started obsession which is well you know it's essentially soft porn really um and it it, it's kind of got a storyline Haley's finished it haven't you yeah the trainer is very deceiving um um because we're only at the end of episode two of four. It's good that it's four episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Was the end disappointing? Because I hate that. I'll I hate it when you I'll get to the end and you go. For itself. Oh. But, um, I, I watched the trailer and I waited for a couple of weeks until it came out and I was really excited and I remember thinking, awkward. Oh, oh no, that's not cool. Although it was just completely very, very, very original, I suppose. In some of the the subjects were just. Yeah. Beyond comprehension, they were just well. You know, you can relate to it when you see it. Even so well, I was like, does that? Who does, who gets themselves into that situation? But it's the sort of thing you don't want to watch with your parents. I'll give you yeah, that one. The storyline essentially is that um, a young lady is seeing a young man, and she's also seeing his father. Yeah, she starts like so a purely sexual relationship yeah. with his dad, and it's all shades of messed up. But it's not. You know, some people have that quite dark yeah. intrigue that I can admit that I do, but um, it was just, it, was, it wasn't, it's not nice. It's oh. Okay, well, I'll look forward to that. Mm. Um, the other thing we've watched is The Night Agent. I think a lot of people have watched that. That is definitely one to actually listen if you yeah, haven't seen it. Yeah, it's on there, it's on there. It's eight, I think, six or eight episodes, and it was so good that Kevin and I did it in two nights and stayed up till about one or two Binge in the morning. Watch. <laughs> it's one of those ones where you get to the end of the episode, you're like, I can't, can't wait. wait to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we need to see what happens. So that's definitely one to watch. Um, and on Laura's recommendation, we also watched Archer, which is old. It's about 13 seasons, but it's back from 2000, and, I think it started in 2008. And it's a, it's an a animated season 20 minute episodes and it's funny it's really funny it's frustrating it's funny it's like there's a relatable character there for everyone it is grown up it's definitely not for children but if you want something to just dip in and out of that is a classic 
Um, and then today, because Haley's here, like we bonded a lot over Shit's Creek. Um, yeah, I'm hoping everyone's seen it. Yeah, there's two things that are constantly on my continued watching, and that is Friends and Shit's Creek. Yeah. Um, because you know, obviously, Moira. Yeah. Ew, David. <laughs> it's the baby, John. Fold yeah. it in. I just love it. It's, it's everything. Every line is quotable. I think. That and the gifts. We literally have, have the conversations, background. don't we, on Teams at work? Literally in pure Shit's Creek gifts, and that's always me. And if I type something and send her a message, she's like, "I'm not replying until you do it in gift form." Yeah. Sometimes you send me a gift that's not Shit's Creek, and you're like, "I'm really offended." But you're also like, "I'm confused." I, we don't do this. Respect. And then I did you notice though that on Friday I deleted it? I had a non Shit's Creek one in the middle of loads of Shit's Creek ones, so I deleted it. <laughs> and then you hadn't read them yet. I was like, that's fine, she doesn't know what it is. But I did do an entire conversation in, in gifts from Shit's Creek. Um, but we love it. And I'm one of these people that when I get to the end of certain seasons, I will literally just restart again yeah. and then just do it when I'm in the background at work. Yeah. So when I get to the end of Shit's Creek, I go straight back to episode one. It's just feel good, doesn't it? It makes you feel It's good. funny, it's, uh, yeah, it's just lovely. So for those of you who haven't seen Shit's Creek, where have you been? Get on it. And if you haven't seen Friends, you just don't, don't subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, you can, you can leave. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a thing about the younger generation not really understanding Friends? I do understand, because today <laughs> it was the episode where Chandler has a laptop, one of the first laptops ever, which must have been around 90, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I'm not Bill Gates, but um, it was such a chunk, and the Ooh. screen was tiny on it. And yeah, black and white. I mean, then he, he had to call somebody, and he had a mobile phone, which was the size of a house. Yeah. 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 But I think I was the last generation where I got a phone at school, but it was a Nokia 3310, so we didn't have a smartphone. Phone. Was that your first phone? Yeah. Was my, it? I remember my dad had a digital camera and it was the size of a house brick. Yeah. yeah. It was one of the first ones. It cost like £800 or something. Yeah. 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 And it was really, just really this like crank it up. Yeah. How many covers did you have for your 3310? Oh, so oh, my Tigger one was my favourite. Piglet. I had yeah. Tigger. And my friend Sally had Eeyore. My friend Sally Martin yeah. was then Paganakis had Eeyore and I had t- you had I had Tigger. You had Tigger. I had the Tigger one. It's funny. Yeah. You can now get Snake as an app as it was but on iPhone oh, I, know. <laughs> I used to play Snake way too much on Bar used to light up the screen green or something didn't yeah. you yeah. but do you remember there was the 3310 which I think was the slightly bigger one but do you remember when there was the really really teeny one was it like the 7710 or something and there was a, it was really small but you could change those covers too yeah well, there, was a, there was the 3210 which was the flat long yeah with the big screen yeah and yeah. then you had the 30. 310, which was the... Oh, I had both of those. Which was the indestructible Nokia. Yeah, Nokia leveled did up you with ever the have a, They did. Did you ever have the flip phone with the screen on the front of the flip? Was it a Motorola? It was a Samsung. Mine was a Samsung. I think Motorola... Motorola did the Pebble. Was it the Pebble? Yeah, that flat mm. one. Was yes. Razor, and it held all different colours. Yeah, I yeah, had the, the black ra- one. Razor, that's And it. I remember hanging up and I used the to razor. just be like... Doof. Yeah. <laughs> Not... You don't push the button. You no. Just, you flip it, yeah. How you answer it as well. It's like, do you want... The settings were, do you want to answer on flip? Yes, I do. <laughs> and I phone. Yeah. And it's like now they've got the ones that fold in half, haven't they, Samsung? Yeah, now. that's right. I'm not I'm sure not... I'd want one of those though now. I don't know. It's, it's, they will... it's very fabulous. iPhone will get there in about five years. It's very fabulous. There's no there's no need for that. But there is if you're if you work off it, I can see the bone like the benefit. You your so you your phone is your work phone. So yeah, so if you can unfold to a bigger screen yeah. and do your emails, I think that's actually quite a benefit. I suppose so. Oh but oh early day mobile phones. My first one was a what was the Nokia that was only grey? It had the little aerial on top. It was quite thick and chunky, but it, it was about this size. Yeah, I know the but one you mean. It was before mean. the thirty three. Yeah, 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 I know the one you mean. 
I but that was my first. But you could change the front, actually. No, you could because I had a red glittery front on it, and you could change the front. But it was it was before the thirty three turn. Was it? Did you have to pull the aerial up, and then it had like no. Two actually, weirdly, the Motorola did, but this one it was all built in. But it was a little stubby aerial like that. Mom. And do you remember when you had to send SMSs, but you had to press the button each time for the letter? <laughs> yes. And before, then you had a minimum before predictive text. And, and S was the fourth. On eight, I think it was, and it was yeah, and there was nothing on a one. Eights. Yes, yeah, and you only had a, you had a set number of characters. If you needed two S's, you were there sending a text for about ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, and it went over to three texts because you only had like certain character number of characters in yeah. a text message. One hundred and sixty. An SMS right, cost yeah. you twice a text. Yeah, if you no, MMS, sorry, cost MMS. you twice an SMS. Oh, I'm and do you remember the network Orange? Yes. I was on Orange and it used to cost 12p to send a text. And yep. my mum and dad yeah, yeah. just, they would be beside themselves. Is Orange no longer? Mum, can I take credit? E, became EE with T Mobile. Oh. They merged. Who are you with now? Became EE. Who are you with? Sky, but I think they use O2. Okay. I think Sky do. I'm with EE. But your, the thing is, you're like, your, your phone is your work phone, isn't it? So they pay yeah. for your phone and you use it for we everything. We can get money off on O2. Can we? Yeah. On the, the only reason I'm with Sky is because I bought my handset outright, and so it's SIM, SIM only, only. But my SIM, honestly, I spend on my phone seven pounds a month. Yeah, no, and no, you no. can roll data, and you can share data. So my dad, I got my dad onto Sky because he never uses his data so far. I haven't run out last year yet, but he could share it with me. Mm. So we want to, if Louis gets a handset, give him a Sky thing, and then I can give him my data because I pay. And you can every month, you can change your plan. So if you want it, because they have deals every month. So I'm at the minute paying £7 for 15 gig every month, but next month I could pay £7 and get 20, so I can change it as often oh, as I like. Okay. So I did outlay 1100 quid for the handset three years ago. <gasps> I know, but actually I did all the research, and if you buy the handset outright on an interest-free credit card, if you don't have the money, if you have the money, obviously pay for it, but I did it on an interest-free credit card, and paying that off was £600 a year Better than a monthly. than paying monthly for a phone. Interesting. Yeah, and so actually I was like, well, that's a no-brainer. Have you ever had an Android phone? Yes, I had a Samsung for a while. Okay. I had a Samsung Note Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy, and yeah. I had it for six months, and it frustrated me so much, I went back to Apple. Apple has got you by their short and curlies, really, because yeah. you have iPad, Mac, AirPods. I don't, I don't yeah. like Macs. Apple Watch. As in PCs. Oh, you've got a Mac, I love I your have, computer. yeah, but they don't sell that one anymore. So Do you like it? I love it. Would you stick with that over a, like a, a Microsoft? I dread the day it breaks, and I'm gonna have to shell out another £2,500. So is yours a desk? It's just a top. It's, oh. it's all in one. That's like pieces have a, of work. Like a keyboard this so thin. So can you move it and take it with you? It's is it like wireless. almost like a yeah. laptop? So you can. It's, it's worth it, I think. Because it's an Airbook, isn't it, that you said you'd like? If no, money MacBook. was no object, you. There's yeah, MacBook Pro. So the MacBook oh, is, oh. is the laptop. Oh I would, I would... <laughs> we're both like, Pro Air, Wait, what? We're saying words. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like an iPad Pro. Okay, which so is it's... the really big, chunky, fast processor. It has a pen iPad. stylus, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But that's an iPad, so it's that's not a computer. No, it's not but like it's a... power... as powerful as... But it's not very big. The, my problem with work is I need big screenage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I've read lots of... Because I was like, I really, really want one. I wanted to replace my PC at work. Oh, wow, okay. And there's lots of articles out there that say, do you know what, it's great, but it's not a replacement for your PC. 
okay, so oh. it's got its but place. But then if you got what haley has got, that is a replacement for your PC. Yeah, 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 of course. But then the downside is, I love the Apple operating system, but the downside is, like you say, you're tied into Apple products, aren't That's you? Right. So you can't have... That is their operating model that they do that too. They strong arm you essentially to find their products, don't they? Yeah. But, it, but it is seamless. You know, yeah, it, it is. It can sync between your it phone, is. your iPad, so your I'll laptop. I'll update something on my Mac and before everything Does it looks at my phone, it's not always on there. Yeah. But I, what I don't, what I do I prefer with that. Android yeah. is that Android are way ahead of Apple in terms of innovation and new things. So Apple will be a good couple of years behind in generic kind of mm-hmm. sort of funky things that come onto an iPhone, uh, onto an Android system. The thing I hated about the Android was like, it, you, I had an extra um, memory card in my phone, so okay. it like doubled my storage. That was great. But I'm all about what my phone sadly what my phone looks like and um, the app things the app icons you know what they look like on an iphone on some updates they would just turn into a lock symbol right and every time it did that you had to go into these menus and spend about an hour and a half like re-downloading everything to get the picture of like say your facebook the f instead of a lock symbol and it was just it happened all the time and then finding certain things because you had your phone memory and then your micro sim memory or your additional memory mm-hmm. just linking everything was just so difficult there's one thing about older phones i think we've completely really missed which are super important which is ringtones oh. do you remember do you remember um like things like jamster and things yes. that where you bought yes where you paid for ringtones yeah like the Eastend- eastenders theme tune yeah or something. Like, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes i have that <laughs> they but, did but yeah you used to pay a ridiculous amount of money for yeah. ringtones but the very early Nokia's, you could make your own. With the keypad. With the key- yeah, yeah, I remember that. So I remember I was, my, I was doing that my friend when Nathan, I wasn't playing Snake. Yeah, <laughs> my friend Nathan made the best, is it Kerncraft 100, Zombie Nation. Oh, it, he, he spent ages doing that. And it was perfect. What? It was really, really <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I, I don't know whether I had to buy him a beer for it, but yeah, <laughs> it was so, so good. I love my old phone. My old phone was an Alcatel, my very first oh, one. I remember that. And it had an aerial, which you had to pull out. It was like, Amazing. A, yeah, it was so good. I thought I was the absolute bee's knees with this thing. Uh, my niece, actually, she doesn't, so that's the, when you put your thumb up and your little finger down and yeah. your, the other fingers are essentially a fist. That, for us, was the mobile phone signal, you've got, wasn't it? you've yeah. got an antenna. But for you don't now, my four-year-old niece, I say do the phone signal, and she holds her whole hand flat and puts it up oh, to her ear. Because that's Cause a that's phone. That's what... Yeah, that's right. Oh, but, I mean, kids nowadays, that's all they know is touch screen and yeah. smartphones. Of course, you can't really blame them. That's all they no, know it's about. quite scary. I do you do... remember your first mobile phone number? I think I have the same one. I want to say I have really? the same one. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And I remember all my phones, the Nokia 3310, and do you remember the Sony Walkman phone? Yes. And you could have maybe 20 songs, and it changed my life. Yeah. I remember having a Nokia, I think it was an N50, which had the little slide down at the front, but it was a it was a WAP-enabled phone. Oh, wow. We I check the frightened. phone scores. I was frightened to death of using it. I was like, <laughs> it costs so much money, yeah. It's so, yeah, I was going to get charged like five quid for just yeah. checking the football scores or and something. you had to go to the shop to get... A little card to top up your credit. Top up. You yeah, 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 top up card. They have to put the code in, and you yeah, to put... exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. Or you could get those five free texts from O2 if you sign up. <laughs> do, you, do you ever do that, or yeah. you drop call somebody because yeah, it would charge you. A friend of mine, up. before, well, almost at the cusp of mobile phones and stuff, he had a pager. Jeez. So you used to have to ring. You used to have to ring like a premium number, 
and then tell them the message. <laughs> and oh, then, no. Do you have pages? Yes, I do. Yeah. I had a pager. My friend Before Mark had a pager. Before my phone, I had a pager. Yeah. But you had to... I, had, I remember my boyfriend at the time when I went to uni, uh, it was a BT Cellnet pager, and you had to phone a number, speak your message to the operator who would then type it in. It, yeah, you actually spoke it to a real yeah. person. So, so I'm you. typing stuff to my boyfriend and I'm just like, <laughs> I love you. And it was ridiculous. Because you were quite young, I imagine. I was, was 18 and it was horrendous. But do you also remember, I don't know if you remember this, early, when did I join TFL? 2003. So early 2000s, there was a service where you could... Oh, it's your 20-year anniversary. I know, this year, right? Yeah, man. <laughs> Old. Um, but they had a service where you could ring, ring up and you could text a landline and it would ring it out in a celebrity's voice, read it out in a celebrity's voice when they answered. Yes, yeah. And we used to say the most, because that was automated, it wasn't a real person. So you could just type in what you were saying and we used to make the office phone say the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I'm not, my parents listen to this. But it wasn't just me, <laughs> but it was like, we. Uh, it was so funny. And they'd read it out in like Dawn French's voice or Sean Connery's oh, voice. Oh, that's and so it was, good. Amazing. And it was, I think, because of people doing things like we did, it lasted about a week before they pulled it. But that's similar to the Jamster thing in that you could buy ringtones, but you could also buy... Is that where Crazy Frog came from? Yes. Mm, it is, yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy Frog. frog. Um, ring, 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 ring. Oh. <laughs> I knew one of us was going to do it. Uh, I, yeah. knew it <laughs> I didn't think it would be Ellie. <laughs> no, um, but you spelled a by um, like voicemail messages. Mm-hmm. So you say, oh, this is the voicemail of so-and-so. Really? You could have it in the voice of... Oh, I did not know, you know that. Um, I, oh, I yeah, know but you used to pay for that sort of stuff as well. Do you remember your very first mobile phone number? Hayley thinks she's got the same, the same one, one from year dot. Laura has. Laura's got the same phone number. That's crazy. Same yeah, Laura has. So it's my ex. Same ex who gave me a pager. Same number. Uh, my very first ever... No. I remember mine. It was definitely 07979, but I don't remember what it was. I'm such a geek. 850124 was one of mine. Yeah. I don't even know what. You remember yours? Yeah. O double seven four seven. Seven nine one. I'm on the number now. You can't say. I don't. I rang it one day and it rang. And I was like, <laughs> Oh no! Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Why have you got my Let's phone? call it now. <laughs> yeah, we should call all yeah. our old numbers. Yeah. And then just, just be like, Oh no! You're my first number. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have to bleep some of that. Oh, out. I change all of mine all the time. I don't even know my number now. I always yeah, mix up. Do. I mix up six three and nine three. I've given so many people nine three, and they're like, "Oh, you've given me the wrong number." I've had the same email address as well since. Now, see, I, I had born. I had AOL, which is obviously like archaic now, but I got hacked three times for, um, with my credit card through that email address, and I lost in total. I got I got most of it back, but I lost just under ten grand um, through people setting up accounts in my name with my email address, and so I just ditched it and got my Gmail. Is what I'm on now, mm-hmm. isn't it? But actually, speaking about remembering things, if you, if your phone died when you were out and you literally had to call someone, is there anyone that you know that you could call? Do you know anybody's okay. number? See, I only know yours, and that's because I forced myself to memorise it in case that happened. But otherwise, I would know nobody. In my purse, I have my I have four people's numbers. Oh, you've got it written down. That's a, good oh, idea. that's a really yeah. good idea. I didn't think of doing As that. As a millennial, I'm quite surprised by myself. I'm a Gen Z. Yeah. Am I a Gen no, Z? No, you're not. Gen Z is... Gen X. I'm 2004 the one before. onwards. So I'm... What's the one before millennials? Mm. Boomers, is it? Boomers. No, no you're, you're on the cusp. I think no, because I'm millennial. on the cusp, but me and Laura are the same. I think Gen... And then it goes into... 
millennials yeah, really started in about 1980, so I think you just about. We need to get. I'm not a millennial. I'm the one before that. What's what's that? Baby boomers, I think. Oh no. Or is that our parents? What's they? before millennials? Here we go. Generation X. So I'm a Generation X, and it goes Generation X is to 1980, and I'm 79. So I am a Generation X. You're a millennial. You're on the cusp. I was born in 79. It says to 1980. I know, but that's on the cusp, isn't it? No, I'm not a millennial. I will never be a millennial. No offence to you people, but I'm... Gen X. So you, two are both, so you two are both millennials, then? We are, yeah. And Gen Z starts... To a... Oh. 97. Oh, 97 onwards. What, to so what's after 2012, then? Oh. If Gen Z oh. is to 2012, what's after it. that? Is it correct? Oh, here we go. Seven living generations. Gen Alpha. Oh, yeah. 13 to 25. So, how, yeah. that so where's Louis? 10. Uh, he's 2011. So he she's is Gen, Gen Z. Gen and Z ben, and Ben is Gen Alpha. Yeah. We're doing a lot of stuff about Gen Z at the moment in Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen Z. Americanism. In my, um, it's like, you my HR course. I know. In my HR course at the moment, we're talking about, because we're talking about the change in the workplace of younger people coming in and needing a completely different set yeah. of well-being and mm-hmm. how they want to work work-life balance all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. then you've got the millennials and gen z's who or gen x's rather who have lived through covid <coughs> and then they want a completely different chain so the greatest HR, generation the greatest 1901 to 24 1901 to 24 is the greatest the silent nobody can prove that the, the silent is 25 to 45 most of our parents would be baby boomers that's 46 to 64 my mum was a year 62 my mum my, my parents are 55 and 54 so they're boomers so boomers yeah. they're boomers Boomer. Oh, have you seen the pictures of Boomer? No. <gasps> Why do I not know for Boomer? The pod, for the podcast, I am showing a picture. Oh, of my <laughs> honestly. And Kevin actually, the, I think, genuinely prefers. For the, for the purpose of the tape. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exhibit A. Kevin is genuinely a not-so-secret dog over cat fan, so he'll love this. You okay. know he can appreciate a beautiful dog. You have to show him the puppy as well as the grown-up Okay, this Boomer. is puppy. This is puppy Boomer. Oh, he's I am beautiful. now showing Kevin Brown's Boomer. Oh my goodness, look at the ears on it. He's an Alsatian. He's he's German Shepherd. Oh, he's a German Shepherd. There's no such thing as an Alsatian. All right, he's a white German Shepherd. He's a white German Shepherd. I've never seen a white German Shepherd in person. Nice. In real life. I don't think, have I met Boomer? I haven't, have I? Boomer, if you would remember, because he would have eaten you. Why didn't you bring Boomer with you? He's he's not very good with other humans or dogs. He's an arch nemesis, is the postman. Oh. Yep. And he comes across as such a cloud. They do not get on. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, this is Boomer. And that's him. No, oh, no, that's... Look at the ears. Just for everyone else, because we're just sitting here. I will post a picture on the Bangers and Mash. Can you send me both yeah. of those? I'll post a picture on the Bangers and Mash Instagram account of Boomer as a puppy and as a grown-up dog, and you'll see exactly why we're all a little bit squishy over here. Those ears are amazing. beautiful. So the hay fever this year, right? I mean, I know you don't suffer, but... I suffered one year. Oh. Just one year. I went to... So I go to the arrivals day at the Royal International Air Tattoo, which I'm going to again this year. <laughs> Get your tickets, folks. Come and see me. Um, Are you like the main I'm, event? Like you? I'm a big celeb or something. Oh, what? Um, Have you hired your bodyguard yet? Yeah. yeah. But one year, I, um, I just got really terrible hay fever. My eyes were streaming. I couldn't actually open my eyes. They were that bad. But that was one, a complete one-off. Yeah, see, I get but it you get it bad. I but... get, normally I get pollen, so later in the year. 
but for the last two years I've been suffering from March so I think tree pollen has now kicked in for me and it's my eyes it's I'm taking pills every day I've got a nasal spray every day and a part of well as well as being allergic to the cats I take antihistamines every day but my eyes are the ones suffering and actually once you've had IBD it affects your eyes as well I didn't know that so they are constantly red and itchy and then when I itch them it feels amazing but then they swell up to like three times their size and stream and they go gooey I get gang oh it's manky talking of scratching you love your lower legs being scratched (laughs) (laughs) there's just like this amazing like overwhelming pleasure in having your lower legs my calves your calves scratched I love yeah everyone loves a good itch oh yeah but my calves are ridiculous I have really itchy but isn't it that thing where you you weren't itching until you scratched until someone scratches then then... everything's itching (laughs) we've gone way over Um, but back to hay fever Uh, so yeah so I've started getting tree pollen as well and it's just been crazy this year it's been absolutely horrific and it's so uncomfortable and you're like oh your tear ducts are swollen yes my tear ducts you can see it this morning if you touch it it's so sore Mm -hmm. and it looks oh it's just it's horrible if anyone else is suffering you have my full sympathy because it's minging if any of you have any interesting remedies or things please send them into the pod so yeah um we are bangers and mass chat at gmail.com or or on insta at uh sorry just bangers and mash chat yeah it's nice and easy um and yeah another bit of news is I'm doing a work podcast with yeah. my, I'm part of the uh, colleague networking group uh, for disability and I'm the comms lead and one of my initiatives this year has been to start a podcast to raise awareness for various disabilities um, invisible, not invisible we've just got talking about starting a long COVID support group because that's obviously very much a thing um, and just sort of doing things like it's almost like a cup of tea chat thing sit and chat to each other like we do really or interviewing people about their particular disability who would love to help us raise awareness for other people who might need help so that's been fun um i also recorded a podcast for work you did and what happened in that podcast kevin um rosie let out the most loud and longest fart i've ever ever heard i have ever experienced and it had to be then yeah i'm not sure it registered but i am going to listen back and see whether it did or not it It was so loud there's me chatting away about medical adhesives and then all of a sudden oh it was so bad i was literally trying not to laugh to put you off and yeah she'd never done that i thought it was hilarious oh so bad um but yeah so that's really cool i'm really glad you're doing that that's yeah, it's, it's very fulfilling. It's the bit I, I'm really into at the moment. I'm putting quite a lot of emphasis into that. So I, I'm really enjoying that. Mendation. Oh. Um, Carol Vorderman's... Yeah. What's it called? It's called 10... Is it 10 in... T- 10... 10. Oh. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, I'm going to find it. Tell them what. Tell people what it is. It's a quiz. It's 10 questions in 10 minutes, um, including the answers, of course. But they are sort of teasers perfect 10 perfect 10 with carol vorderman if you haven't listened to it it's fantastic oh it's brilliant um so there's sort of brain teasers things you should be able to work out things you just should know lateral thinking yeah all number that sort of stuff, stuff word stuff and then there's like things like riddles so there's riddles at the end every week and yeah. there's anagrams every week and it's it's brilliant and it's we a, do it in the car don't we we yeah. listen to the week in the car yeah because if we're traveling somewhere for an hour we can do uh, the whole we week. We knock off a yeah. whole week's worth of yeah. podcast in one go. And it's and we have got the perfect once, ten once, once. Genuinely once together. Yeah. Together, yeah. Together, yeah. Not yeah. on our own. But, Absolutely. Um, 
but we laterally think in different ways, don't we? You're very good with numbers and I'm better with words. Yeah, we're quite complementary in that way. But yeah, Carol Vorderman, Perfect 10, really, really good yeah. podcast. Get Have a on listen. It, for sure. Right, so on Haley's Takeover, Podcast Takeover. <laughs> Kevin's getting the wine, Ellie's getting the snacks. Wow, they really mean giant. So, the, yeah, so Ellie is just. Ellie's uh, snacking down on some MS gigantic orange buttons. The Cadbury's giant buttons are not that big. These no. are not just Cadbury, not just buttons, these are MS buttons. They are the size of. What are they the size of? Your face! Ariola, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> They're the size of Ellie's Ariola. Oh! No, they are not! <laughs> no. They're smaller than Ellie's. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is not dropping on. Well, that could be funnier. I'm going to try one now. Shove that up your ring. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Ring, <laughs> ring! Pain, pain in my ring. Yeah. <laughs> Quote of the day. What is that from? I don't know. Lewis Capaldi. Yeah. Lewis Capaldi, yeah. You have a pain in my ring. The pain in my ring. The pain in my ring. <laughs> that sounds like Lewis. That was like Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know Lewis Capaldi was Indian. <laughs> She just choked on her wine. It came out my nose. Oh dear. Really <laughs> oh! Uh... Not a pinch air! That sounded like a... Kevin has a horrible habit of following through when he farts. Let's not do that. Shall oh, let's not Let's have that story. No, let's not have that story. Okay, but no, I'm being serious now. Um, I just want to ask you one thing. How funny is toilet humour? <laughs> it's the best. We've spent the entire day <laughs> do having toilet humour, for sure. I mean... I love a good fart, and Ellie. Ellie like she can't do one. Ellie misses the fact that she can't do a good fart. And I'm a lady, so I've never done one in my life. No, right. Yeah, if you have, they smell of roses, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Yes. Et Correct. But yeah, toilet humour is the best. It is quite funny. It is really funny, and yes, I have sharted. <laughs> 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 yeah. I love this. I'm... And yeah, we'll and, probably go viral. And actually, quite actually quite. Mum and Dad, I'm so sorry. I'm not. Um, oh, he's not. No, I'm not. No, because it's it's just one of those things. Yeah. Don't say it's part of life because it's not. But farts it's are part funny. Of my, it's part of my life. Farts are funny. Yeah, they yeah. are. About, Sharts are not. No. About, <laughs> that's a different subject. About two months ago, I was at work and <laughs> I overcommitted on a fart. Oh, he's going there. And it turned into a shark. Yeah, he oh. really said it. Don't go very definitely. You know, not very nice. The, uh, Over the, a bacon sandwich, this came out this morning. Oh, no, yeah. Right, so a quick fire round. I think I already introduced it. You did? Yeah. I mean, okay, the rules are two questions each. First thing you think of, just as a disclaimer, they haven't seen these questions. So, let's kick off. Ellie, what is your most favourite moment so far from 2023? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think going to the zoo in Berlin on my birthday. Amazing. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it snowed. It was super romantic because it wasn't windy and horrible. It was just a really nice snow, wasn't it? Yeah. We finally got a really nice week. Yeah, we finally got to the zoo. We walked loads. We had just time together, and the zoo was incredible. So yeah, I think that's my favourite moment. That's a really good good answer. Love that. Okay, Kev, over to you. Thank you, at the start, for letting me drive your car today. (laughs) You're very welcome. What is your dream car if money was no object? Dream car, easy. It's the brand new Land Rover Defender. With all the all the bells and whistles on it, yeah. so really good wheels, sound system, 
all the accessories, so boxes, ladders, Massage everything, just absolutely everything. And then boxes the, and I ladders. Just, yeah, on the side. Like functional or just for looks? Just for looks. Why? Well, my old Land Rover. So I used to have an old Land Rover 110. That had a black roof rack and a black ladder at the back, and it was just it just looked and a snorkel. It just looks See, amazing. does that look, or does it look a bit weird? No. It looks not, like you use it for what it's supposed to be it's used It's a for. Land Rover thing. But you're not driving it anywhere near anywhere you'd use it for I that. never took my Land Rover off-road. But that's what I mean. So you just <laughs> you look like an idiot, because you look like when people go, oh, you're a Chelsea tractor and you don't need one in the centre of like, London. I didn't think I looked like an idiot. I really enjoyed <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, easy. It's, it'd be a Land Rover... But how, how much big one. is a... If you were doing all bells and whistles... 120 grand. Wow. Is it only 20 else 170? No, 120 for the one I would really oh, want. But then it guzzles fuel, doesn't it? Uh, not so bad. Really? No, not so bad. No, not so bad. Do so they bad. have an electric version or a semi They have a hybrid version, Oh, do they? Um, but um, yeah, the so the Land Rover I had... All right, you're not on commission. So, <laughs> <laughs> someone buy me a Land Rover. <laughs> Can do Land Rover want to sponsor help us? Me. Land, yeah, please, please sponsor us Land Rover. Please, Shut up about yeah. it. And hey, you've got some age over, so we're all good. But oh. I, I had a 110 Defender, and it cost, back then, 80 quid to fill up, and I only got 300 miles out of it. That's ridiculous. Right, back then. I mean, now that would be double ridiculous. the price. So Easy. you've really got to be a millionaire to be able to afford to run it. I was topping that up at about 70, pen, 70 pence a litre. So it's literally double that now. Yeah. Back then, and it's been more, hasn't it? As well? yeah, yeah, exactly. So, you know, basically, so there was one There was one time I took it down south. Um, I took a whole bunch of friends down to the south coast of Southampton. So, it was a 12 seater station wagon, so it was full. We were properly full, and I was hammering down the motorway at 70, and you could actually see the fuel gauge move. Oh. It was that bad. It was just, I hope they all chipped in. I don't remember. But it was, a, it was a hell of a weekend. Wow, I bet it was. <laughs> but yeah, definitely a Land Rover. Ellie, yeah. everything in your house is very huffy, puffy. <laughs> As a huge Harry Potter fan, please do your best impression of your favourite character. Ooh. Dobby, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was so good! I don't know what Dobby sounds like. Harry Potter! <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who's, your, who's your favourite Harry Potter character? Um, Hopefully it's no one obvious. Probably, sadly, Gilderoy Lockhart. Okay, go for it. Me. Me? Wow, you did the arms and everything. Okay. Is, yeah. <laughs> More than Me. that. I love him. Yeah. There's... Because once, right, the reason I like him is because I, when Kevin was still living in Whitney, I, I, I call him Gilderoy because I caught him looking in the bathroom mirror when he didn't know I was there and going, oh, you are really handsome, aren't you? <laughs> to himself. And I caught him genuinely doing that. So from then on, because Gildo Lockhart, for those people who don't know, Harry Potter is very vain and he loves himself. And so from then on, he was called Gilderoy. And yeah, you did. So your Kevin's little catchphrase for a while was, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Sentimental, I love it. <laughs> That's a very good answer. I like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Okay, and Ken, your last question is to say this tongue twister. Oh my goodness. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put a put it in my 
batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So twas better Betty Botter bought a bitter of better butter. That was terrible. Butter, but no, yeah, just really. Yeah, go it's on. like red. No, no, if you mess up, some it's like, like she it's said, like butter's bitter. If we didn't butter, it would be butter bitter. But bitter, bitter, bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So it was Betty, better, 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 <laughs> butter, better, better, better. It's funny when you mess up. Betty Butter bought some butter. Bet- she, but she said the <laughs> butter's bitter. But if I put my batter, it will make my, put it in my batter, it will make my batter <laughs> bitter. Where? In the ba- <laughs> In her batter. <laughs> it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So twas better. So twas better. Betty Butter bought a bit of better butter. Awesome I toast. love that. <laughs> that was That was a pretty good. That was quite good actually. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. That's yeah, that was hard. Anyway, we should probably wrap up there because we have been chatting rubbish for a while. Thank you, Haley, for being yes. part of our podcast. Thank you. It's been Thank so much fun me. to just talk and do this stuff. We'll have you on again for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Again, as always, if you want to contact us, it's bangersandmashchat@gmail.com, and we're on Instagram at, at @bangersandmashchat. And we will be back in the next couple of weeks with the next episode. So yeah. take care, have good weeks, and we'll speak to you soon. Love to all. Bye. Bye. Bye.